It's the When Fishing Podcast. Applying techniques. Then I put the sea rigs on the A rig. fresh ideas. They can't all be good ones. Talking stories. <laughs> reports. Conservation. Probably too close. All to make you and I better fishermen. Hello and welcome to another episode of Wind Fishing with me, Jeremy Rada. Uh, today, we're winging it. Uh, we're going sort of bi-weekly. Is that what it is when it's um, like twice a month? I don't know. That's what you're. That's that's what we're experiencing here. Is about twice a month until further notice. But further notice may have been um, what's the word? The notice may have come. I don't know. Uh, I just got a text from uh, my Mr. Mechanic local Craigslist guy. And uh, he says he got my uh, flywheel all fixed up. I don't know if you keep it up with this bullshit. But it's, uh, uh, it was a sad day a couple weeks ago. Almost a, what, a month ago? Um, I, I tried to pull the pull start on the pull start motor. And then not, and the pull start didn't pull start. So... Um, yeah, so then I took apart. So then I just like ended the day right there at the dock, which fucking sucks. Uh, I think that's the first uh, first time that I've had a lot of close calls where I can't start the outboard like when I am like at the ramp and getting ready to go. Um, it was just it's just the quirks of uh, of small outboard ownership. It's just just a fucking great time. Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> fucking sucks but i've figured it out for the most part but then this time it's like okay like you know you can't get nothing past me now i'm goddamn uh stanley fucking finals goalie here knocking your bullshit out of the away from the net because um because fuck outboards so <laughs> Uh, just the the pull start ones are just a bitch. I'm sure it gets worse uh, as you get bigger ones, because uh, you lose the ability to do the things yourself. Because it's like a pull start, it's so obvious, and you know, I can never still figure it out. But uh, then once you get into electric start, then and then you get you know beyond like uh, what is it? Is it um? Doom 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 doom. Uh, I think it's I think it's single cylinder. In a four to six horsepower motor, I don't know, but uh, you know, you get more cylinders, you get more problems. That's that's why I say. So um, yeah, but even with one, it's it's fucking bad enough. So yeah, I couldn't get the pull start to pull start. So like, I took the flywheel apart by myself, and uh, didn't really see anything wrong with it. And so I was like, what the hell is going on? So um, then I waited for a carburetor. I wanted to update the carburetor from a four horsepower to a six horsepower carburetor. That's what you do with little outboards. That's what you can do between four and six, and I want to say eight and nine point eight or nine point nine, and then like yeah, it goes on. Um, some of them you can you can swap out for uh, more or less or more power, more efficiency, or whatever the hell. So, uh, yeah, I got the wrong one. So I waited, um, I found the mechanic. So I, t- I took a week to try and figure it out. 
uh, on my own. Then I couldn't do that. So then I located a mechanic and then I was like, okay, he offered a flat rate for, uh, doing stuff. So I was like, that's awesome. I've never heard of that with a, with outboard repair. So I was like, okay, how about I get the, how about I finally order that carburetor? And then while he's doing the flywheel, he just throws in the carburetor. Cause I could probably do the carburetor myself, but that's what I say about everything. So I'd rather leave it to a mechanic and at a flat rate, that's like the best idea ever. So I ordered the uh, carburetor from eBay and then they took a week to like realize that my fucking like payment went through, even though I, I messaged them like a couple days, like a, a day or two after it still hadn't sent. So this, I was like, hey, um, we're just wondering when you're going to send this bullshit. And then like a week later, they hit me up and they're like, hey, we're really sorry. We didn't see the payment go through. It's like, yeah, we well, also didn't see my message. So uh, they're like, we'll we'll have it there by Wednesday. And that was Monday. So I was like, cool. And then Wednesday shows up, and I'm like, hell yeah. It's like, USPS says it's on the car, it's going to my house. I'm like, fuck yeah, like Christmas. And then um, uh, and then it just continues to say that. And then I got another USPS um, uh, package from eBay uh, on the same day. So I'm, I know, like, you know, the post guy was here. So I was like, what the fuck happened? Uh, so, yeah, they didn't, they didn't, uh, 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 you know, deliver the carburetor on Wednesday, even though I got something else. So I was like, why the hell didn't they do that? Why are carburetor, why, why are outboard parts like such a fucking bitch? <laughs> and why does it continue into like, why does it just plague even like just every little like piece of logistics? It's like, like, oh, you want a lower drive? COVID. <laughs> like You don't get supply from China. It's like, fuck. And then you go, like, with this shit, it's like, COVID's done, that's not a problem. And then I get the thing, and then it's, uh, turns out, it's not even the right thing. So I dropped it off with the uh, with the mechanic, and he was very quick. Uh, five stars so far here. And uh, so I'm going to go pick it up from him tonight. And um, it was like, yeah. Um, they delivered it the next day. They delivered the carburetor on Thursday. And uh, I realized once they dropped it off... They like penned in my apartment number because it actually got like, um, got chafed off like while I was sliding around in various places. The uh, uh, my address suffered some of the the um, the erosion of the cardboard box, so uh, that was just fucking unlucky. <laughs> so it was just a day late though, so it's fine. Uh, they uh, they figured it out, thank God. Um, and then I give it to the mechanic, and he's like, that was like, that was 48 hours. And he had other stuff in front of him, too, so that's pretty sick. And then, uh, yeah, he just said that the um, outboard's a little bit frozen. Um, who's maintaining that thing? Not me. So, <laughs> it's, uh, so yeah, that, uh, so he got that started. And then the carburetor's the wrong part, so it won't fit or whatever. And, like, I have a 2000 Yamaha 4-horsepower, four 4-stroke four outboard which is like something like a, um, I think if you look it up, like a Yamaha F4, I think. And uh, I should know by now, staring at these fucking parts lists. And uh, I could like not really locate what the exact like item number was or what it really needed to be or whatever. So then I just ordered this one that said like, oh, this is for 2001 to 2008 Yamaha carburetors. And I'm like, fuck yeah, like mine's like 2000 into 2001 or something. So I was like, let's do it. And then uh, uh, 
It was just a waste of time. I could have been... So I'm going to be fishing tomorrow. So, um, I went... I went fishing all of one time this week. Um, it was for the green sunfish. It is not that great of a green sunfish hunt, if you ask me. So far, it's been like it was just like that thirty-minute trip. I had some. I found some red worms. Oh, I, <laughs> there's a whole nother thing. I went to pick up uh, red worms from the local tack. One of the local tackle shops. I got a quite a few out here, which is pretty sick. Um, and. Um, so I dropped it off with one of, I dropped three rods off, uh, as like, uh, to see if that they would do a, what do you call it? Is it a contingency sale when they, what's the word for that? Uh, no consignment. Um, I don't know how consignment works. I should have Googled it, but I went over there and I was like, Hey, like, could I just like, I don't know, put these on your shelves. Can you sell these for me? They were like, yeah, sure. We'll give you a call. And then I gave them my phone number and the rods. And then I left, and I really, um, like, I value the rods enough to try to make a sale out of them, but not enough to check on this project uh, for, like, two or three months. And then I finally walked in there to pick up some red worms for the, you know, this has been, like, three months or something. And then I was like, you know, while I'm here, I should ask about that, <laughs> about those rods. Like, I don't know if they, what if they sold them and they, they I don't know, they're just waiting to hand me money or, like, or they just, they're just fishing them now. I don't know. So like, uh, then I was like, "Hey, bud, like, um, I see my rods over there. Um, uh, is there an update on that?" They're like, "Oh, you didn't call." And I was like, "No, no, I, I didn't get a call." And so they're like, "Oh, uh, yeah." So uh, they'd pay, they'd buy it, they'd buy the three of them off of you for seventy five dollars, and then they would sell it for what they will. And I thought, nope, like, um. I'll I'll go ahead and I don't know should I yeah sure I can uh I can pump this uh this advertisement um <laughs> yeah I'm so I'm selling these three rods they're a, a Terramar I want to say TMC eighty MH um it's a deckhand eight foot deckhand rod um from Shimano. Uh, made about 2009 or so and uh, throws like three quarter to three ounces and 15 to 30 pound it's for sale trying to sell it for 125 right now if you're interested it's there it's there available in socal on i think i've i've got it posted on craigslist um i don't have it up well i mean you could find that I've posted rod um i've posted these rods on bloody decks so you can you can go check that out um, but there's that one. That's a nice rod. That was my first jig stick and it's nice and light and, uh, I'm getting rid of it cause I just, um, I got a UC that really does that one's job. So, um, I'm a, I'm a UC fanboy right now. So that'll, that's what that is. So then I also got, um, I also dropped off a 270H and I don't know, it's a custom, um, I took a good look at it, um, finally took, like, a really, really good look at it and kind of, like, thought about it, um, what, last night or something, and I was like, you know what, I think this guy, Dave Akamine, shout out, 
Um, I think this was like his, maybe his, one of his own raps. He probably rapped it for himself. Um, like, because I, I was looking at the craftsmanship and like, it's not, it's not, <laughs> well, I wouldn't pay, pay for that kind of craftsmanship, but it's like a, you know, good enough DIY, like, stuff i don't think it's a custom builder that was paid to do that so um uh so i was like looking at it it's just glass it's glassed really well the the guides i feel like um nobody would really note this except for like some serious nerds uh that i've been um badly influenced by um i don't think the guides are the best Uh, they will handle braid and all that shit but like uh so yeah it's it's a nice light 270h rod so i wonder if it's graphite i don't even know anymore so uh uh but yeah it's pretty tippy and i don't really like it so i want to get rid of it uh but now i'm i'm thinking i'm gonna throw something on it and try it out give it a good give it a good college try out here with this with this 270h see uh just apply some of the things i've been doing as of late and do it on that rod and it'd probably be a good rod for it. it'd probably be fun uh, nice, it's a super soft tip, but I know it can handle like 30 pound duties or whatever. So go troll some bullshit and see how fun it is to, to wrap up calicos on the troll with it. I bet it could, it could actually be more fun than my, uh, the UC that I'm using. The UC Mega. It's a little bit, it's pretty parabolic and it's nice and light, but, uh, I but I think my two seven this two seventy H has a lighter tip. It's um, it honestly feels more like a like it has the backbone to hit thirty, but it seems like it would be more fun around twenty, around a twenty pound line. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to actually use that. It had this weird yellow, kind of weird funky color scheme that I used to like, and then I I now I don't. It's like a a, like a sky blue and then like a a dark green and then like a like an off yellow or like a light late orange or something and i finally decided i didn't really like the yellow orange so i got so i just put i just drew a marker over it <laughs> i think it looks pretty good now it looks pretty sleek like that light blue and the green like now those are what pops instead of like the orangey yellow or whatever so uh it's kind of sleek. So I'm going to throw an Abbott SXJ on it and play around with it tomorrow. Now I'm going to get the outboard back. So, yeah. So then the last rod that I'm selling is... I, uh, so I don't know the make of this 270H. It could be a Saber. It could be a Seeker. It could be a Calstar. I bought it off of, um, off of a guy who... I think bought it off of somebody else and he didn't know what it was. And then I showed it to another, I showed it to a, a rod nerd and then he didn't know what it, he was like, Oh, you know, it's definitely a seeker or it's definitely a saber. And I'm like, okay. So, um, I think it's saber or seeker. I kind of doubt it's a seeker cause I'm just not that lucky, but, um, I mean, saber this, whatever it is, it's really nice. Um, it's just, you know, DIY wrapped. Anyways, the last one is a Fenwick, I think. Maybe not. I don't know. It doesn't have a brand name on it. Another custom rod. Seems like a salmon rod from like the 70s for like uh, like maybe either down rigging or like boon. What is it? Like fucking when you back troll or the boondoggin or whatever the fuck. Boondoggling. I don't know. Um, 
seems like a salmon rod seems like a pacific northwest rod but like glass and kind of heavy but like i've caught like like blacksmith on it like a little perch and i've caught um like football tune up up towards like 10 pounds on it and it was it's a fun rod but it's just i don't know i don't want it anymore but um yeah so it's like a fenwick eight foot three so who knows what the hell eight foot three and it's really like i really like it for like 15 pound um but uh you get a bend out of it with fucking whatever um yeah so that one's really fun but i'm kind of over it um so yeah I, I went and picked those back up and then i altered the 270h now i'm gonna play with it tomorrow i think so yeah there's that so then uh back to the uh sort of not so great green <laughs> sunfish on and uh so i picked up the red worms and i uh i used those i did this weird i did a stupid uh like fish finder rig where i had like a weighted bobber the one that's like tall and then it has like a I don't know, like a quarter ounce on the bottom of it and it's a clip on one. So I've clipped that on and then like a drop shot mosquito hook with the red worm on it. That was not my ideal thing. I didn't have like, I thought I had smaller hooks on me, but I don't know where they were, where they went. So uh, I know that's what I had, but like a drop shotted live red worm. And then at the bottom for like the final end thing uh was a like a mini hair jig uh like a crappie jig so that was pink and uh tried for 30 minutes i didn't get jack shit um saw some birds saw an okay cold sunset and uh and got the f out of there and um yeah so i mean to do that and then i was gonna go hunting maybe I was willing to wake up at 5:30 in the morning to beach fish. I would uh I would fish for Corbina tomorrow morning. Uh I think the water's warm enough. I bet they're there. Um but now I'm going to go boat. But uh yeah, I was thinking about doing that. So and Then I got these uh these budget jigs from uh from ebay i won them what was it it was like a dozen eight ounce like sand eel or like knife jigs um i guess they're like sand eel jigs i don't know what the hell you call them vertical jigging uh fast dropping eight ounces um a dozen of those and then four four ounce really knife jigs those are the knife jigs and uh uh and then as soon as I pulled them out of the package, like, as I was, like, pushing them, like, out of their, like, plastic, which they were, like, not quite vacuum-packed in, but, you know, like, they're, like, sealed on the ends. I was, like, pushing it out of there, and I bent the jigs, and I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> these are, like, so soft. Like, what is this made from? Is that lead? Lead doesn't just, like, move like that, does it? I don't know. I was pretty bewildered. So I immediately thought, okay, well, not using these for anything big, but I think it'd be cool to, you know, just get some rockfish on these and kind of play around with them um, as um, 
in, in different applications and stuff, but nothing serious. But I'm also thinking that like, as soon as they like hit the bottom, like, um, like especially those eight ounces, I feel like when they, when they hit the bottom, they're going to like, like bend a little bit. And then on the way up, they're going to twist. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> it's, I have no faith, but, uh, I rigged them with some uh, some Matsuo five aught sickle hooks, uh, sea wash sickle hooks, I wash, como se dice, and uh, uh, put them directly onto the rings. And then I realized that like the sea wash, like like the hook op- eye opening, like it's I closed it up for the most part, but then it's still like catching on like at the wrong angle. It catches on the on the ringlet the lure of the lures ringlet and like it could bend out like that <laughs> so i took them off like that and put swivels on so uh clearly have no faith in these things but um but no i, I think they'll catch I, I think um but you know have them as uh i don't know wide open bite kind of things or something i don't know we'll see what happens so there's a uh, there's my little there's my little gear corner, I figure. Yeah, gear corner. Let's open the handy dandy, trusty, windy app. So, um,. I got I got something potentially cooking in this corner, but uh, in the meantime, uh, open your windy apps, boys. We're gonna fucking figure out when the fuck you're gonna fish. I'll tell you when to fish. So I'm looking at tomorrow morning for myself. Sunday morning. Um. Looks like there's not going to be fog. Um, wind. So not too windy, like a four, four or five mile an hour, like, you know, light breeze through the evening and then into the morning. And then it goes up to a, like a nine mile an hour wind by noon. So that's, uh, I could probably be out there all day if I really wanted to. Um, I don't know if I really want to, but we'll see what happens. But, uh, the swell's looking like a three and a half at 10 seconds, nine and a half seconds. Sunrise at 547. Low tide at 540. I like that. That's why I liked it for the surf fishing. You see that? Um, then a high at 1230. So... I don't know. Maybe uh, now that I'm, the more I think about it, the more I like the idea of just fucking balling out and staying all day, staying out all day, just cause, cause I haven't done it in forever. So just do like a fucking twelve hour trip. Fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> so, uh, so wake up at five, get to the uh, ramp at five thirty, uh, be on the water by six, and then. Uh, if I wanted to, I could go out to the rockfish grounds and then fish. By the time I got over there, the tide would be, the current would be pushing again. And then, uh, then hit that until 
it starts to slow or whatever the hell. And as the wind picks up, go shallower, continue to bottom fish. And then you get to 1230, and now you have a, a slack tide. So then with the slack tide, what do you do, boys? What do you do? You target the apex predators. So you so from there, you go, uh, you start looking for uh, the thrashers. That's what I'll do. I'll look for the thrashers. Because I don't know. It's just a hair. I don't know. Like, I don't want to go offshore right now. Let's get my bearings back. Let's get my confidence in this outboard back. Let's stay coastal. Um, let's not look for bluefin. Let's look for the threshers. And then, oh, it's a dead-ass tired for the rest of the afternoon. So I could look all afternoon for threshers. And if I'm lucky, I at least pull up on some bait fish. And then I start loading up on the mackerel, catch like like 100-plus mackerel, keep that for surf sharking, use the, use, use the rest for chunkin or lingcod or whatever the fuck man i'm digging this plan oh man got me all excited looks like a new moon tomorrow what is it is this true yeah pretty much um yeah and then a 64 degree water temp so things should be kind of on it's been pretty consistent lately the little fish biter, what is it called? What's that? The so lunar forecast tells me fish are going to bite all fucking day until 5 o'clock, then go home. I don't know about that. Um, we'll see if it's right. I, maybe I should uh, add that into my my little uh, log. And uh, current isn't really pushing all that much anyways. Oh, actually, yeah. The most the current pushes is like 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. So uh, it's not that much, but hit it, hit it with what you got right there. Do that. You heard. All right. And if you can't do all that shit, go go fish for Corvina. That's what you got to do. And if you don't have Corvina, uh, then you have the ocean whiting, and those are easy as fuck to catch. Have you ever seen a, an ocean whiting Pacific? people have you ever looked at an ocean whiting from an atlantic the atlantic it's like it looks exactly like a fucking corvina except it's easy as hell to catch like in the i don't know three weeks i've spent in uh, corpus christi texas i've caught like fucking hundred of those whiting and in uh 20 years 15 years of surf fishing i've never got a goddamn corvina what the what's all that about so uh yeah, um, my next boating opportunity would be, um, that's a weird one, that'd be Tuesday, 7.15 high, I'd have to get off the water by 11, um, not all that much current, the swell's just fine, 3 foot at 11 seconds. And then Thursday, it's when I would be able to fish. So I'm looking at 9.05 low tide, 5 p.m. high tide. And, uh, oh yeah, once again, got to get off the water by 11. So it's just a one fat slack tide in the morning. Whatever you want to do with that. Maybe fish for halibut. Um, 
or the threshers. If I see signs, then I'll, maybe I just keep hitting it. And then uh, next Sunday. Yeah, flat as fuck next Sunday. Afternoon wind will be there, but with the swell is like <laughs> 17 second period at 4 a.m., 3 a.m., and still a 15 second period at 9 a.m. at 3 foot. That's ridiculous. Love it. I love those. Once I was out um, fishing, uh, I think it was like, it was like five. I think it was like five footers at like 15 seconds or something, or five footers. It was a pretty long period. It was like 15 or 17 seconds. And uh, I was fishing like off of Huntington and I was catching a bunch of like mackerel and looking for threshers. And like, I heard the fucking like surf pounding there and like the swell would come by me and it's like, you know, it's overhead in my little boat and like, um, but it was just so like, you know, I just like I love a long period. Like that's you know, that's that's a wet dream for me. So like even as a seasick person, like long periods are way better and then the short periods, like that's you know, obviously that's when shit gets hairy. So um yeah, but the five foot it like sometimes seemed like something that was probably building up to like seven foot um break and just it gently rolling by me and I'm like, Oh that's cool. That's nice. I love that for us. Um, yeah, that's my game plan right there. Um, my hide-and-seek challenge is still on. I have not completed my task of catching a, a, a grass carp. That's all I will say. Um, and uh, will it be in my plans in the next week? Who knows? Who knows? So, uh, that's all I got, I think. So, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I think you can tell I'm excited this time. I'm kind of, kind of going off on tangents and actually talking a little faster. So, you know, that's what that is. I'm excited to fish again. Fish from the boat. I was getting a little bit, a little bit, uh, jaded through the winter. Just like, oh, you're going to go, like, fuck up a bunch of calicos again or sand bass again like is that what you're gonna do does that make you happy it's like well you know not a bad way to spend a morning but you know it was getting a little bit less like gratifying it's like yeah i know what's kind of know what's gonna happen here i'm gonna pull up on this spot and i'm gonna work for like two hours i'm gonna catch you know five six fish and i'll feel okay about myself um the first couple times are more like, wow, I can't believe, like, you know, hey, I figured out a bite this winter. That's cool. That's great. And then and as I continue, it's like, yeah, okay, like, you know, how much you want to keep beating up on these sand bass? Like, <laughs> you know, you know, they're right there. Like, they're all the same. So go find something else. Then thankfully rock fishing took up. And then, um, and then I got one, I think I only got one shot at the rock fish before my outboard took a put. Um, so now I'm, I'm, uh, re-energized and ready. And I hope you are too. I hope you're re-energized from my energy and together we'll re-energize.
if you have anything to say, anything at all, send it. Send it in an email to uh, not just any email, although if you so desire, you're welcome to just send, you know, just open conversations about fishing to just any old email. That'd be interesting. Email me about your experience of emailing randos about um, fishing conversations. What am I saying? I'm saying I have an email that you should email. It's called um, When Fishing With... Excuse me. It's called When Fishing With Jeremy Rada at gmail.com. So go go email that. I've got... Um, uh, yeah, so I want to... I'm starting to see how I could be more social with this. So that's all I'll say. <laughs> You have a good one. Good luck out there and...